Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao coming to you for another audio-only episode. And this week, we've got something special for those of you who really love your NXT, especially if you've been enjoying the reboot or the quote-unquote reboot NXT 2.0. We've got a power rankings list where we arbitrarily rank the rookies that made their on-screen debuts on NXT 2.0. So rankings lang namin to here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. By no means should you take them as official or as hard and fast. These are just our opinions. Feel free to have yours. And uh, once you go through the episode, we hope that you can keep the conversation going with us on Twitter and on TikTok. So let's tell them about why we came up with this list in the first place. Yeah, because... Bago NXT, diba? NXT 2.0, so it's a rebrand. Uh, compiling this list, I just realized that they gutted half the roster and really, you know, uh, put in the young talent that they signed to the Performance Center. And after a month, because one month na siya this week, uh, by tomorrow, by uh, uh, October 12. So it's a good thing to look back and see how they're treating their new toys, if you will, and see whether or not they have the potential to really make it big in the WWE, considering where they are now. Right. So a lot of these, uh, actually all of these names, we may have heard of them from yung mga dirt sheets and the rumor sites, uh, but a lot of them really, we, we got to see them f- uh, for the first time uh, here on NXT 2.0, but with probably one exception that we saw actually on Raw. We'll get to him in a bit. But before we start this list, let's tell you about a couple of ways you can support the podcast. The first is by being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. All right, guys, it is Crown Jewel next week, and we're going to put on an after-work viewing party. So if you want to you know, catch the show with us and shoot the breeze, all you got to do is to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. When you do that for as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to our Discord, get access to our exclusive review content, uh, you get access to our free merch that we will be throwing your way, especially now, Christmas. All you got to do is sign up again for as low as 250 pesos at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Another way you can help us out here on the pod is by protecting your devices and you can do that with our friends over at NordVPN. All right, guys, you got to keep your online browsing really safe because you never know what's hiding out there. And it's also a good way to, you know, access content that you may not have access here in the Philippines, like, you know, Disney Plus and stuff like that. All you got to do is subscribe to a NordVPN plan. Uh, when you use our affiliate link, it is podlink.co slash 476 podlink.co slash the numbers 476. You get access to a special deal. Two years and four months for only $89. That's uh, 4,500 pesos. And that's uh, a huge, huge deal. Really great savings because you, that's, that amounts to $3 a month for two years and four months. Again, 
podlink.co slash 476. All right, let's start this list at the bottom. At number 16, we've got Andre Chase, who really reminds me of Peter Avalon back when he was the librarian over on Dynamite. So uh, I don't really have high hopes for the college teacher terror prof character. It's not, you know, not the best of ideas, best of character ideas. I know we've seen a teacher already, uh, Matt Stryker, before, and he didn't really get far. So the gimmick is the gimmick, and the gimmick doesn't have a lot of legs. If the even if the promotion is character based, like NXT 2.0 is. You know, I have been a fan of for the guy formerly known as Harlem Bravado in the Indies. I'm one of the few indie wrestlers that I follow. And I like how he's a throwback to all, all those old school heels. You know, I love me a good smarmy heel. Now that said, because you get called up to the uh, big show, like NXT 2.0 is, your character kind of changes. Now my only fear is, like Rose said, that his character doesn't evolve. No, so when he gets when he gets deep enough into his run in NXT, he might get lost in the shuffle. He's a lot older than the rest of the people on this list. He is also not the biggest physically or even the most athletic in here. And if that happens, we he might not be long for the world of NXT 2.0. So sayang naman. Yeah, I'm actually pretty surprised that uh, you were familiar with Andre Chase before NXT because it's your first exposure to him. So uh, let's get to the next name on our list. And this is somebody we've seen on the main roster, especially in the first uh, part of the Thunderdome era. If you remember, Brendan Vink uh, as one of MVP's first clients uh, post-lockdown. He's now Duke Hudson. So why is he this low on the list, Ro? Uh, okay. First of all, I didn't realize that he was Brendan Vink until I did a Google search on him. So, uh, talagang recycle nila yung mga sa, sa main roster. And uh, the reason why I put him at number 15 is because I don't see much happening for the poker player character. He's playing poker. He's a poker enthusiast. He's probably a pro by the looks of it. And like the teacher character, I don't think that has a lot of legs unless he ends up being this cowboy, um, a Jace character eventually in the future. Yeah, we already have cowboys on the list. We already have a couple of them actually uh, oh. from this NXT 2.0 reboot rookie list. Right? So I don't know what another uh, rookie can do. But Chino, this is a guy who's six foot five. He, he's, he, he's a handsome yes. six foot five, 240, 250 pounder. Uh, you know, I, I would think that his potential is Yeah, no, his ceiling is really high, which is why even I am surprised that he's this low in our, our countdown here. Because even if you don't know what his character is, he can always just change his character. Right? He can always just evolve from there. And the fact that he's a physical specimen and that he's good-looking and that he can <laughs> speak English... No, it, it speaks a lot to his potential in, on this list. Right? Perhaps maybe it's because people have seen him before on Raw and they didn't think too much of Brendan Vink back then. But he has so much potential now and the name change is only going to benefit him in the long run. Just to clarify, uh, this list, isn't you know like super like the bottom of this isn't like super bad um it's just that out of the other people who have been featured and who have debuted on nxc 2.0 it's kind of hard to put them at the top and i'm basing this on what we were presented over the past few weeks so uh for now not saying that he'll still be like this in the future duke hudson and andre chase aren't like the i, I don't have the highest of hopes for them yeah, uh, napakalit lang, lang din naman ng sample size as Ro mentioned. So it's too early to tell na, oh yeah, these guys are really gonna succeed or these guys not so much. So these are really just based on the last three weeks of programming and we have another, sh- uh, another episode coming up in uh, about a couple of days from the time we're recording this. Okay, let's get to the first woman on our list at number 14, Lash Legend. 
Okay, uh, again, not, you know, not the worst, but she is coming from a WNBA background. So she's not a pro wrestler. Um, ito yung mga signings ng WWE na they wanted because of their freak uh, natural athletic prowess. And I don't fault them at all because AEW just signed a basketball player as well. Yeah, right? Jade Cargill. No, 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 not just Jade Cargill, the, the Indian guy. Ah, right, uh, right, right. Yeah, so uh, athletes, natural athletes are in demand right now in pro wrestling. And uh, I have no doubts at all that Lash Legend could become someone great. It's just that uh, compared to the other women on this list, I don't... Um, it's yung, yung odds right now. Yeah, I know. I'm a fan of crossover athletes in professional wrestling. Right? You're, you're Mark Henry's of the world. And and Bianca Belair as of recent memory. Now with Lash Legend, she not only is she athletic, but I also feel like she's very charismatic in, right. in her role as a uh, talk show she's host. Uh, yeah, uh, she's I was trying to put it. I was trying to put it in a nicer way, but fine. <laughs> since you said, that's the point of the lashing it, out with Lash Legend gimmick. <laughs> no, that, that, since you said it, fine. She's more sad, right? So it's 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 something that fits her. Even since I've been just more such a, she's charismatic enough that she can be uh, bring the character, and it's believable when she does it, Because right? that's the one thing that you want to happen when you take on this persona that you are believable. So feeling ko matas din yung ceiling niya as far as female superstars in NXT 2.0 go. All right. Okay, let's get to this next name at number 13. We've got Joe Gacy. And uh, Chino, you mentioned a few weeks ago on the live streams that he's got a pedigree as a deathmatch wrestler. And it's kind of jarring to see him in this role na parang right to censor version 2021, except that he's been given the uh, whole millennial uh, gimmick with the whole safe spaces rhetoric. I don't know. Um, I, I don't like the character. That's, that's as much as I'm willing to say. <laughs> Sorry, if there was a gimmick on this list that I didn't like, it was his. It, it, number one with the bullet, worst gimmick ever in NXT. Because <laughs> uh, it's so, just so poorly conceived and clearly a pot shot to all the people who fall under this category. Like a totally misunderstood representation of current day sensibilities. Right? So, so instead of like catering to this new new market demographic that Vince has, he now just looks like an old man with his fist in the sky. <laughs> his damn kids. Yung, yung caricature na yon. And he's doing that with, with Joe Gacy, which is so unfortunate because Joe Gacy is another one of those indie guys that I used to follow. And in fact, yung napunat kong first match ni Joe Gacy was with Harlem Bravado in some random YouTube video. Somebody must have tried but it's like some random YouTube video that I saw. And anyway, uh, with with Joe Gacy, because wrestling ability. Niya. He has he has he's a lot of wrestling skill that he can easily show. And I feel like the character just holds him back. All right. If this were three weeks ago, I would have put Joe Gacy at number 16. Like promise. It was that bad at the very beginning. And we didn't get to talk about this on the podcast uh, last Thursday, no. But uh, after seeing what they did to Joe Gacy's character last week on NXT, uh, I put him a little bit higher because if they go, uh, if they continue along on that route, I think this um, entire gimmick would end up being better than it looks like right now. Uh, I like the whole idea of Joe Gacy being actually a heel and not a straight up uh, millennial, woke millennial na is wanting a safe space. It is a snowflake, if you will, uh, even though I hate saying that. Um, giving him an edge and actually portraying him to be someone who is only saying the things he is saying to be a little more malicious is actually a good look for me. And I think they finally found that thing that makes the character work so uh it remains to be seen i hope that they continue on and i do think that people who are saying that joe gacy's character has the potential to be like a bray wyatt of 2021 i can see it i can see it um all right uh we're making a lot of comparisons from past gimmicks to 
itong current iterations nila. So let's continue the trend with this next pair of names at number 12. It's Briggs and Jensen or Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen who really remind me of the APA. Uh, but these guys are rednecks who love to drink. I mean, Ron Simmons was probably not a redneck, but you get what I mean, but with the whole uh, Bradshaw character which he used to have uh, back in the day. Briggs and Jensen are basically like that, except they're being presented as good guys, which the APA weren't to begin with. They were. Sometimes they were. Uh, by the end of their run, they kind of were good guys. And no APA they, security agency. Uh, so um, when you're a tag team, you don't need that much of a gimmick. Like, uh, this works for me because it gives them a reason to... They, they had a reason to be together. They had a reason to form their team. They met up in the bar, right? They were oh, drinking. They were drinking. And they had each other's mutual respect. Right. And I like that. You don't need that much story to go on when you're a tag team. And uh, I think as far as the new teams go, I think that... Uh, Brooks, uh, Briggs and Jensen have more ceiling than some of the other uh, singles talents that we've just ranked. So I look forward to seeing where they're going. And um, they look like they are being primed for a good spot after what happened last week. Yeah, I was actually surprised that they put Josh Briggs in a tag team because I was a fan of his from his Evolve days. He's got the WWE look going for him and he especially stood out in a sea of like cruiserweight level guys that uh, evolved you know, where everybody's a lot smaller so I always thought that he was a Vince guy that rule that he has now so to see him in a tag team was actually surprising however that said I like this new tag team like you guys said it was very reminiscent of the APA over the years we've seen like like Caden Murdoch even try to take on this new role and now with, Bru- with Briggs and Jensen, I actually like uh, how they're bringing it into the current day, modern iteration, kumbaga, in the present, where it's still applicable, where it's not uh, passe or it's not out of style. Right? You can still relate to it. And I guess may rule that again, every man, yung masa na character sa wrestling, and everybody will drink. So I guess that's why the tag team works. All right. Next up on the list, okay, I didn't want to put this guy in this spot so low, but after seeing how he was being treated on NXT 2.0, I don't have a lot of hope for him. At number 11 is Odyssey Jones. And I know we were high on Odyssey Jones for the first time we saw him. But now, uh, I don't think the company is seeing him the same way a lot of people are seeing him, at least right now. What do you think, Gina? Yeah, I feel like it's doing him a misjustice of sorts. Because no, he was so hyped, right? He was, he was so very well pushed. And now, for some reason or another, maybe because they got new shiny toys to play with, Odyssey Jones has been put on the back burner. So it's sayang because the potential niya in terms of his character and his representation and the fact that he can actually go in the ring it was just a lot of good things going on for him that I it makes me wonder why they did what they did to Odyssey Jones. Yeah, I don't know if it's because there are a lot of super heavyweights already on the main roster. I don't know, but um, I mean, I get that he needs more seasoning. He needs more time to develop. But I don't know, man. I thought he was pretty hyped up, especially during the breakout tournament. So sayang na he isn't as prominent as other people right now. So I don't know. I don't know about that. All right. Stan is back right now. Uh, we said that Odyssey Jones did not look like he was going to be in the spot. But what do you think of how he's being treated right now? Uh, I'm not too excited about Odyssey Jones. I was in breakout tournament. Diba? But now, uh, not so much. Oh, parang, I don't know. I, I don't know what's missing. I, I want this guy to be like Keith Lee. But he's not being presented like Keith Lee, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it, Keith, it was there in the beginning. Uh, yeah, Keith Lee isn't even being presented like Keith. So. <laughs> well, he yes, is now, Medjo, but Med, not like guess, the way. Okay, yeah, not like the way he was before. Yeah, but see, Keith Lee, because the height of NXT powers, niya, like he was really this credible threat. Na hinihintay nila talaga ng mga tao na he would go after Adam Cole to be NXT champion. Odyssey Jones, I don't think he's gonna be anywhere near the NXT championship title. 
if ito yeah. na yung, yung, yung ceiling niya. You know what I mean? So that's what I, why I said what I said. Right, right, right. All right. Okay, let's get to name number 10 on our list. Uh, Cora Jade. And see, Cora Jade is, is probably the youngest uh, superstar on NXT's roster. She's only 21. Uh, she started wrestling mga three years ago. And when she appeared on TV this past week, uh, she came out in a skateboard and really reminded reminded a lot of people of AJ Lee, except probably bigger frame, de Because five foot seven dito si Cora Jade. Eh. Oh, she's huge! Wow. Um, Cora Jade was a standout in the independent scene. I um, I didn't watch much of her matches, but uh, she comes into NXT highly regarded. So I think. Uh, she is well suited for the middle of the pack right here. Um, she doesn't have much of a character. I think they are banking on in a relationship with Trey Baxter as the character here. So I don't know where to put her exactly, but I do hope that she gets more opportunities to shine. I actually saw a few of her dark matches on AEW when she was known as Elena Black. And right. her character back then was a Parmaja Gothic. Uh, Replace the skateboard with a coffin, and and that's <laughs> basically what you get, you know. So it's medio okay. goth, medio dark, um, and it was. It, I thought they'd carry the gimmick over because I am a fan of wrestling horror gimmicks or horror wrestling gimmicks. However, it was weird that they gave her a skateboard and make made her look like a member of Team Rocket. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's so weird, man. But I mean, because you already had a built-in character. So I thought that they'd carry it over. And then she started tagging with Gigi Dolan for a while. So I thought they'd be make that tag team work. And I was super excited. So now it's a, her character's a little muddled. I will agree with the role here. And so maybe it's because I was a fan of her old character that I feel a little bit shunned by this new uh, iteration. Let's say what we want, right, about the goth gimmick that she used to have and all of that. But Cora Jade picked up a win over Frankie Monet. Uh, and when Frankie Monet got signed, we were like, yes, uh, this is someone who's really going to bolster the women's division. And yet, uh, Cora Jade defeated Frankie Monet in just a couple of minutes with a roll-up. So yeah. that probably says something about Cora Jade's position in, uh, on, on the card. She, yeah, might be, oh, she might be a natural successor for the likes of Paige since she has that look my AJ Lee. So I can, I can totally see her being pushed in that direction. Yeah. Um. It was the fact remains is that her character is still kissing Trey Baxter backstage. That's that's the whole gimmick. So I don't know. Even if you get a two minute squash, a uh, two minute win against Frankie Monet, like I don't know where you're gonna go after that. Like I don't know where you're headed during that. Right. So yeah. Which is not. To say now we're totally dumping on Trey Baxter. They're actually in a real life relationship. Oh, they better be. Kasi... No, they are. They are. They are. <laughs> they are. They are. So he K Fabian, talaga magjowa sila. So, so there. Naman, just had to put it out there because I'm not taking a shit on Trey Baxter. Yeah. No, I, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that it, that's bad. I'm just saying the character is really just she is dating Trey Baxter. That's the character they're pushing right now. All right. One last name before we get to our break, and this is Trick Williams. And we might as well talk about Carmelo Hayes here, even though even though C Mello has actually been on NXT even before the 2.0 reboot. So Trick Williams comes in, and out of nowhere, Shane para naging bi kay Carmelo Hayes, and now they're a tag team. So uh, is there like a Shawn Michaels, Marty Janetti upside to either of these guys? Uh, Trick Williams is a football player, a former collegiate football player. So he's another one of those crossover athletes. He's got a good look. He's pretty tall. Uh, he can talk. And that says a lot. Both of them can actually talk. You know, uh, both of them are good. Although Carmelo Hayes would be the clear Shawn Michaels because he is the actual wrestler between the two of them. But uh, given enough time, I think that Trick Williams can become... Uh, uh, Montez Ford esque uh, blue chipper in the ring, if you will. I think uh, the performance center is the best place to mold talents like these. Yeah, I clearly uh, Carmelo Hayes. There we go. Is the shy, the hotter star amongst the two. Now I've always seen Trick Williams as the diesel of the group more than the uh, Sean Michaels of the group. <laughs> 
yung yung Carmelo Hayes HBK gets ko na yun kasi di ba personal style personal charismatic I get that totally but Rick Williams yes he can talk and yes the upside is there however he also has the size and feeling ko the biggest determining factor in your success in NXT 2.0 is actually size here yep. all of these yep. guys are huge yoked men diba? even Dante Chen who we get to later on is pretty yoked himself So, ang, ang lalaki nila lahat eh, di ba? So, I feel like to, for you to stand out that yes, you have to be big, but also you have to be charismatic and you have to be able to talk. I didn't like how they merged Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams into a tag team. That double turn was a little confusing for me. However, it feels like they're smoothing things out as they move on. The feeling, feeling ko kasi the, the rollout of these new faces that we see on NXT has been a bit rushed for me. So uh, that's probably why we're getting these uh, names out here the way we are. But Rick Williams, my God, his ceiling is very, very high. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Before we move on to the top eight of our list, it is time to go to a break. Before we go to a break and hear from our other podcasts, we would like to tell you how to support the podcast with your shopping on Lazada. Uh, malapit na ulit ang sales. Well, We just had a sale and there's going to be a payday sale again. So if you want to get on that, you get uh, whatever you want and need from Lazada. Hashtag Nasa Lazada. Yan. You can use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash IAM. And, you know, you just type that in your browser, mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart. Check out and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast. Uh, again, that's pausing.co slash IAM. And if you want to make the most out of your Lazada shopping, you can get your own Union Bank Lazada credit card. All you got to do is sign up using our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash LJ9, podlink.co slash the letters LJ and the number nine. And when you sign up, it will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, Stan C here Just dropping by to let you know that I have my own podcast called On Deck with Stan C Where I interview iconic radio personalities as well as my friends in the radio industry We talk about their origin stories, their most memorable on-air moments, the radio industry in the digital age, and so much more So, if you're a Radiohead, just like me, make sure to follow and subscribe to On Deck with Stan C, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, we want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcast. It's called Podmetrics. You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential. Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster... Make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code WRESTLING2XPOD. That's WRESTLING2XPOD number X-P-O-D, so you can monetize your podcast too. Let's get back to our list. It's our NXT 2.0 rookie rankings and we're halfway through and at number 8, we've got a diamond in the rough and I'm saying this because she's part of Diamond Mine. What can we say about Ivy Nile? Because she hasn't really been in the ring and the action she has so far is hitting Kushida with a Superman punch. I don't know. I think she has a really good look. Uh, she is a crossfitter, I think. Um, basta, I don't know, uh, either a crossfitter or a bodybuilder. Uh, either one of those. That's why she looks super jacked. And, yeah, fitness know, competitor. Yo, and fitness competitor. That's probably an either 
CrossFit or powerlifting. Anyway, uh, when you look like that and you are part of the legit stable in the in the roster and the brand, if you will, I think you have a long, long way to go. And um, if but we see like the Ronda Rousey's and the Shayna Baszler's of the world get success on the main roster, I think Ivy Nile has a high, high upside. Now, while yoke females are a huge turn-on for Vince McMahon, I feel like this is a little bit too speaking too highly of her since especially we haven't really seen a lot from her. The, the Superman punch does not make for a great talent. So I feel like I am going to hold back my uh, judgment for her potential and uh, wait and see what she has to offer. Yeah, and as a wait and see mode with Ivy Nile, just because you know there really uh, isn't much data on her, right? Uh, we, we know we know her pedigree. Now she came from the Titan Games, and that uh, she was trained by Dr. Tom Pritchard. She was trained by Kane on top of going through the Performance Center um, training. Uh, but yeah, um, she's she's only five foot two, but she's super jacked. So pa, you know, para mas batak siya na Layla Hirsch. Yeah, right. And I can't wait. I don't know. Uh, being trained by Tom Pritchard, that's that's huge, man. Uh, uh, for those who aren't aware, Tom Pritchard is universally looked up to by the entire industry. Uh, the FCW guys that are now the stars of today, they all went through Tom Pritchard. So if he had, if if Ivy Nile has the Tom Pritchard seal of approval, then I think um, we have good things to expect from her. All right. Okay. Let's get to. Name number seven, and she's the top-ranking female on our rookie rankings. Let's talk about Electra Lopez of Legado del Fantasma. So here's a fun fact about Electra Lopez. Uh, she was once one half of a tag team called the Brooklyn Bells, and her tag team partner Chris is Statlander. now on AEW, Chris Statlander. That's right. So Sileni Chris Statlander were in a match against the Iconics in 2019. I actually saw this live when I was uh, on, uh, at that SmackDown show. So, uh, Electra Lopez, it's it's uh, nice to see that uh, she's made a name for herself, gotten an NXT contract, and she's one of the few power, uh, talagang powerhouse uh, women on the roster aside from, say, Raquel Gonzalez. I think dalawa lang talaga silang powerhouses ngayon, di ba? Yeah. Ito, uh, uh, um, for... Uh... A really high upside because yung look niya, she's hot, she is yoked, as Chino said. Um, she could speak English well despite being uh, uh, Latina. I mean, you know, not because of anything racist or anything oh, like that. It, it's fine. Don't need the background. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You're but fine. she's American. Yeah, she's American. I actually <laughs> thought she was uh, from South America or, or from Central America. But... She's multilingual, which is great. Yeah, so I think uh, she can be a big star, a uh, big ethnic star, uh, the same way Raquel Gonzalez is, given a lot more time, given some more seasoning, and uh, yeah, a really high future for her. And I like how they paired her up with Legado de Fantasma, because having a female as part of that group with that pedigree, with Santos Escobar at the head of that table, is just... it's. Very, it bodes well for everybody who's part of that stable, because it gives them the rub for that Santos is getting. It gets everybody the proper push that we all hope for them to have. So for her to be pushed properly or to be given the proper spotlight, I feel like the moment for her to shine is as part of Legado del Fantasma. Yeah, I'm actually excited for Electra Lopez, especially uh, since. She's not your typical female member of a group. Like diba, uh-huh. in, in decades or years past, when you have a female member of the group, eye candy lang sila or arm candy lang sila. But when you see Electra Lopez next to these guys, you know she can kick your ass as much as the other three. She's so, bigger than Joaquin Wilde, I think. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Kasi laki lang si Raul Mendoza. And uh-huh. Raul Mendoza has gotten really, really thick. So that uh-huh. also says, says a lot about how, how uh, swole Electra Lopez is. So really huge upside. I, I do agree with having her as the uh, top-ranked woman dito sa rookie rankings natin. Okay, let's get to this name. At number six, just sitting outside of the top five, Dante Chen, who we have seen personally uh, when he performed on Philippine soil in September of 2019. He's only had a couple of matches on TV, uh, but from what we're seeing, it looks like WWE is high on this guy. 
yeah, uh, when you come from a special uh, market like Southeast Asia and then you're the only one who is really from there, homegrown, born and raised, uh, you tend to be pretty special. And I think they know what they have with Dante Chan. We know, we've seen it with our own eyes that he's pretty good. He can wrestle his ass off for the best of them. And it only takes, you know, uh, a good match uh, a lot of minutes to prove everyone right and I think once Dante Chen really gets going once NXT 2.0 settles down with all the stories I think we will see him as a top player yeah I've seen uh, Trexus here our friend Trexus uh, live during one of the PWR shows back in the day when I say back in the day it was just like two years ago <laughs> pre-pandemic no, pre-pandemic and I was just so surprised at number one how jacked he was he towered over everybody, including the wrestlers. As soon as he walks into a room, he immediately passes the Vince McMahon airport test. Oh, right? yeah. so, and he's imposing. He's a, such, such a nice guy, too. And I just say after the show. Anyway, neither here nor there. What is here, however, is the high ceiling <laughs> this guy has. Because the market of Southeast Asia is something that WWE has always been attracted to. And to have representation for our little part of the world also means a lot. I mean, you hear people from all walks of life talk about how they have a Singaporean wrestler now. I certainly have. And resting and I pay attention to it, it's just so surprising how much of an impact Dante Chen has already made. It's a huge PR win for them because he turned Dante Chen uh, when he debuted. So they know what they were doing. They knew what they have there. Yeah, dabbing press kasi yun nga, uh, untapped market itong Southeast Asia. So Dante Chen carrying the flag for the entire region is really huge for him. It's huge for Singapore and it's huge for the scene. So uh, we expect a lot of great things from Dante Chen, but we're not going to go all Asian parent on him and like, you know, uh, chew him out if things don't go the way we want them to. But we are rooting for, for Dante Chen. Okay, time for top five, baby. Let's start with this guy, Tony D'Angelo, whose vignettes we've been loving especially since they established his character as uh, somebody from the waste management business, somebody from um, the seedy parts of Chicago based on his presentation. Uh, you can argue that it's a play on Italian stereotypes and that that could be problematic, but generally the response to him has actually been positive. Yeah, people love the mafia gimmick. Uh, I think at this point, uh, even the Italian-Americans are leaning into it. That's why he was able to take this gimmick. And I think he's also pretty good. Uh, I think he's a collegiate wrestler, I believe. Yes, yes, uh, that's his background. Right, right, right. So, uh, when you bring collegiate wrestlers into the pro scene, uh, they tend to do well. And I have high hopes for Tony D'Angelo. I feel like the Italians and Irish are okay with the punchline of the show. Like if you watch a lot of Family Guy or The Simpsons or any literally any sitcom, it's always the automatic uh, prejudice against them. And it's not like my favorite thing in the whole world because I love The Sopranos and I love watching it. You can say it's stereotypical Italian-American. But then at the same time, I like how I've seen Tolita Angelo's one match and it was actually pretty good. He can actually go. So for me, I, I appreciate the presentation. I wish it was better. Uh, but I, I don't see a problem with him going far in NXT 2.0. Yeah, I just really want to see how, how far they can take yung mobster gimmick, right? Because normally, a mobster has a mob, has a family. You know what I So, he uh, can the, expand the, his story. At the same time, he did that with FBI. Remember FBI? <laughs> but that was, that like, was a what, very bad caricature. Years ago, 18 years ago? Years <laughs> and the ago. guy in the dress? I mean, that's not, that's not really where I want to see Tony D'Angelo go. Especially if he wants to stick to his uh, wrestling background or his... Sanitation background. So I, I don't know. It's just like, it's very, yun yun takot ko eh. My fear is that we see Tony D'Angelo in a dress six months later. He's already out here bribing refs. So. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that that's close to my heart. I used to bribe refs, so I like that. So, Okay, let's go to our top four. And let's talk about Zion Quinn at number four. So medyo nakalimutan namin siya nung una, but that's because he hasn't really had a match, has he? Yeah, he only or, uh, he had, had that, one match. He had like a couple of matches, but they were all pretty quick. 
Uh, great look from Sion Quinn. I am gonna go out on a limb and say that he's the next generation Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns is already current gen, so kumbaga PS uh, PS4 siya dati. Si Sion Quinn maha PS5. And uh, <laughs> crossover athlete, he's a rugby player from Australia, and uh, he that means he's a legit athlete as well. And I think he's taken to pro wrestling well. And you give him a lot more training and some more seasoning in the performance center. And you can have a, a generation defining wrestler right here as well. Wasn't uh, Duke Hudson also a rugby player or wrestler? No, he's a wrestler. Right? Was he a wrestler? I, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Wasn't no, he but... a rugby player also? Wait, let me, let me check that right now. So anyway, I feel like Zan Quinn... First of all, he's younger. He has that look that everybody wants. Um, and he, his athleticism is incredible. So I, I wish the only thing I want for him is to have longer matches so that we can actually right. see how much more he can go. Most of his matches have been, all of his matches in fact, have been squashes. So judge like, yes, is he good, but is he that good? So I want to see more from him before we place him higher in our potential list. But I'll definitely be watching. Yep. Okay. So see, Zion Quinn uh, was a rugby player, but Duke Hudson was not. Wrestler talaga si Duke Hudson. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're in our top three. And uh, I'm surprised actually to find Von Wagner at number three. Why does he stand out? Because to me, uh, he's kind of just there. Like, uh, if you weren't in a storyline with Kyle O'Reilly, I probably would have forgotten about him by now. Uh, that's the problem of booking, though. Pero when he was put in that fatal four-way for the NXT Championship a couple of weeks ago, he more than held his own. And uh, it's it's been reported that a lot of people are high on Von Wagner as the next edge, if you will. Um, I don't know how much he has similar to Edge, but uh, I can see the resemblance. And I think that they are doing him a good favor by putting him at the top of the card. And I think that says a lot about what he can do in the ring. I am actually going to side with Stan here and say I don't really see a lot of specialness in Von Wagner. Now, I get now since I'm the next Edge, but I actually have a problem seeing it. In fact, I feel like if you straddle somebody with that moniker, the next ganito, next ganyan, this generation's ganyan, it actually pressures them to live up to the hype of that person. So I don't know if that's actually a good thing for Von Wagner. If he can live up to it, then that's okay. But only time will really be able to tell. Yeah, uh, well, Von Wagner has the second generation thing going for him because he's uh Bo Beverly or Wayne Bloom, uh, however you want to refer to him. So he he has that going. Right? Um, but yeah, uh, not too excited about Von Wagner, but you know, uh, I'm in wait-and-see mode with him. As we get to our top two, I have to bring this up. I literally just remember this as we hit record. We haven't mentioned this guy, but I think we can slot him in as like a 2.5. We have to talk about Harlan. Really? Oh, you don't must wait and see. Because you not Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, Harlan, Harlan just stood there. Yeah, what, shaved his what, head. Are you, what are you going to talk about? His tattoos? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm afraid of Harlan as somebody who can probably break my neck as opposed to Von Wagner. Yeah, we're... Because Von yes. Wagner comes across as like this mild-mannered big dude na, taga, na country boy. Yes, get Harlan looks on. like a freak athlete. Yes, he gets on, but we're not really talking about Kusinamasdakatakot, are we? We're talking about potential. And I don't really see a I haven't really seen anything about uh Harlan that made, made me speak highly of him. It's all it's all hype for now. You know, the next Brock Lesnar and all that. We haven't really seen anything, so it's really hard to tell kung tama nga sila. Sinulit yung ano yung intimidate niya. Was it Joe Gacy who he had that stare down with on NXT? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Uh. Yeah. So that sh- that should be interesting. All right. Let's go to our real top two, and re- uh, we have to put the Creed brothers at number two, just because they a- aren't as fully formed as Braun Breaker, who you can already tell is at number one. So first, the Creed brothers. Ro, I know you have a big, big soft spot for the Creed brothers and what they've been doing since they started getting in the ring. 
Ayun, again, like I said, you don't need much of a gimmick to be a tag team, to be a good tag team. They are the designated tag team of Diamond Mine. And since Diamond Mine are shooters, uh, the Creed Brothers are Olympic wrestling shooters. And that's all you need to know about them. And they bring it in the ring. They're super good, super natural. Um, it feels like they've been doing this for a long, long time. And they have because they've been wrestlers. And uh, everything about them is so real and so fierce. I love it. I, I love them, man. They're killers in the ring. They're oh. psychos, monsters, and they destroy competition, and which is perfect for Diamond Mine. Because they're supposed to be this, this fight team that is led by Malcolm Bivens. So I like the look. I like how they're in this environment. I want to see them go after the tag titles immediately because they're galing nila. Yeah, para silang American top team, except they're actually all wrestlers. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like what they're doing there over on Diamond Mine. The only real uh, thing I'd like to tweak with the Creed Brothers is the name, right? Julius and Brutus. Like, Goodbye, uh, are, 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 we, are we setting them up to turn on one another down the sure, road? Sure, I guess, but it, I like it. It's badass. Really? Like, yeah. Brutus, talaga? like Ooh. in 2021? Why not? Why not? Talaga? You <laughs> think Brutus is worse than Mace? <laughs> that T-Bar that a guy named Odyssey <laughs> I mean like I wouldn't mess with anybody named Brutus I'm just saying na parang, really we have a guy named Brutus in 2021 oh. somebody here is called Zion what is he an alien <laughs> Zion what is oh, Zion Demon ng Zion na Z-I-O-N. Oh, diba? it's X-Y what is, is that the Guardians of a Galaxy character I mean come on <laughs> We're not here to judge the names, so I don't know. I mean, we were judging Braun Breaker when he came well, out. That is, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. let's, that let's get fair. to that. Let's get to that. So yeah, let's get to Braun Breaker. And uh, I, I mentioned earlier, now, among all these guys, in this very small sample size, the last three weeks, a month, he's the most fully formed after all of them. Yeah, uh, Braun Breaker, a former football player, yet another crossover athlete. Legacy Super good. Then. Yeah, I mean, Legacy then being the son of Rick Steiner and the nephew of Scott Steiner, which they cannot say right now. Maybe they will one day. But he has proven himself to be a true natural. Um, may times na medyo awkward siya, pero it's nothing that you can't fix without uh, some seasoning. And I like the way that he has both taken to the physical and mental aspect of the game like he has become this larger than life character that is kind of unheard of for a rookie and uh, that has managed to charm a lot of people like that tang tao in love with Braun Breaker because of how over the top he is fun fact Braun Breaker also the godson of DDP so during one DDP yoga session anyway neither here nor there I like how he's I like how he's already embraced his role. And clearly, people backstage are also hyped about Braun Breaker or else they wouldn't have put him in such a high spot on the card. They're really touting this guy to be the new face of NXT. Now, whether he lives up to it, again, only time will tell. We are only talking about their potential here. But as far as potential goes... I can immediately see Braun Breaker make, breaking away from the rest of the pack and, and heading into the main roster. Yeah, uh, he already has an NXT championship match and he hasn't even been on TV in a month, right? So uh, that tells you everything you need to know about how people backstage are looking at Braun Breaker. Uh, there, uh, it, it could be possible that he might win the NXT championship from Tommaso Ciampa, I actually think. It's within the realm of possibility. Oh, right. uh, but I, because of how, how ready he seems or how high they seem to be on him. But for me, as somebody who watches NXT, uh, I just love how he reminded me of reality TV. Chino, alam ko magigets mo to. Because in reality TV, a lot of people say, I'm not here to make friends, right? And Braun Breaker had one of the best promo lines right. this year. You want a friend? Get a dog. Yeah. One of the best yet. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what won me over. Yeah, right. I like how he I like how he's embracing again snapping your own over the topness that wrestling really needs. But you need big characters to succeed in wrestling. And he's been more than willing to accept that by having the pedigree that he has. So I, I want to see more from him. I'm excited whenever I see him in the ring. And I want to, you know, see what else he can do moving forward. 
Alright, so that's our list. Those are our NXT 2.0 rookie rankings. What do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, do you think we left anybody out? I, I'd like to think we covered everybody, right? So if you think that we missed out on somebody's potential based on these rankings, hit us up on Twitter and TikTok. Let's keep the conversation going at Wrestling2XPod. And as we wind down here... Let's tell you about a couple of our other sponsors on the podcast, which can really help us out in doing what we do, starting off with our friends over at Shopee. All right, guys, if you want to support the podcast through your shopping on Shopee, it is real easy. All you got to do is use our affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash letter W, number nine and the letter X. Uh, use that on your mobile browser. It will take you to the app at the cart. Check out from there. And what you buy will help us do what we do here at the podcast at no extra cost to you. We've got a new sponsor on the pod as well. So how about we hear from our friends over at Nike? Yon, one of my favorite brands ever. Uh, you can get some killer deals on the Nike Southeast Asia online store. All you got to do is type our podcast affiliate link. It is podlink.co slash 2J8. Podlink.co slash the number 2, the letter J, and the number 8. And when you buy from there... Uh, when you make your purchases on Nike, what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. Okay, as we end this episode of the podcast, uh, all of our links, all of the ways that you can support the show, you can find them over on Linktree. It's linktr.ee slash wrestling, wrestling podcast. Chino puts them together and uh, all in one place to make it convenient for you to show your support to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. But just the same, uh, if you can find us on Spotify and if you haven't followed us yet, please do. Every follow means a lot to us over on Spotify and on Facebook and Instagram it is facebook.com and instagram.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast and of course we'll see you on Thursday for our weekly live streams on Kumu that's at 7pm on Thursdays at wrestling wrestling pod individually you can follow us and uh, talk shop with us at row is war at chino supersized and at underscore stan C. and as we get out of here we just want to remind you that uh, we want you to stay safe please double mask if you can, go and register to vote. You still have a couple of weeks before voter registration ends. And, you know, when voting happens next year during the elections, let's vote for the right people, please. And if you can, please go get vaccinated as well. Big shout-outs to our Babyface producers, uh, Nikai, Gel, and Jerick behind the scenes. And thank you as well to the Podcast Network Asia team. Wrestling, wrestling podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.